and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who sent me beautiful, beautiful photos of, of all the boys I love the most on Twitter. That was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many pretty pictures. You were very blessed on your birthday mm-hmm. this year with boys. Like on a few minutes after midnight, like on your birthday, we saw pictures of like new Seventeen. Yes. Seventeen was walking into a music bank because on on my birthday, June twenty-eighth, uh Music Bank did a mid-year special where they invited like pretty much everybody um to come and sort of like do their either like their number one hits or their like a, a special performance or a B-side or something like a special. It's special. like a special almost like a it's a, I think it's like an hour and forty-five minutes of an episode. Um so seventeen walked in and they were photographed outside the building and Ming Hao has silver hair now mm-hmm. and it's so pretty um, and some of the boys look very broad yeah, and I'm large. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> so distressed by how thick June's neck no, is. Like, it's so thick It's now. distressing to me. <laughs> I don't I don't like I do not like this um, because that was just them like walking in and, like, some of them look too buff. But then the, like, outfits they chose to wear on stage. And how it goes, like, cr- like, I don't know, the madness is overtaking her already. I, like, I just... <sighs> I honestly don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Have you... I, I think this is a new... I feel like this is a new experience altogether. This um, falling for a rookie group. Like, mm-hmm. little boy rookie group and being with them when they make this turn into we're a man group now. Yes. And I've been, um, I've been afraid of it since... Since you realized you loved them knowing that it would come someday or what? Um, no. Well, like, I probably, yes. Maybe in the back of my mind, I've always been been nervous Aware. for it. But... <laughs> But all their music, like when I became a fan of them, like the mu- the music they were coming out with, like Oh My was still very sweet and cute. And mm-hmm. even something like Call, Call, Call was like a little sexy, but they're very covered up. And like Boom Boom is like they're taking off a jacket to reveal a high neck sweatshirt. Jacket. Like, <laughs> you know, they're all very like innocent. And then when they debuted grow- going, getting closer, right, was when I was like, uh oh, these boys are growing up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm ready for it. And then um, Good To Me came out. And like oh, I said right. on the podcast, I was like, fuck. <laughs> this is not That acceptable. is what you said on the podcast. <laughs> fuck. I'm sure we could go back. I'm I bet sure, that is exactly I'm what you sure said. <laughs> I think I said Good To Me was hard to me. <laughs> yes, that is what you said. Oh, my God. Um, because Ming Hao was wearing mesh. Like fishnet shirt underneath his blazer. And I was like, what the fuck? And then. And then. This happened. This music bank happened. Um, Yeah, I guess to be more specific, because I feel like she's just not going to be able to like string the words together. (laughs) But uh, they did two stages. They did home and they were all wearing like very, very large white shirts. Like those really, really oversized shirts. Ridiculously large button ups, but like very nice fitted pants. And they all just looked very like clean and pretty. June looked 
great. Um, and and then, Baby Boo was hurt, so he was like sitting yes. to the side, and he looked like mm-hmm. I don't know, like the narrator in their play. Like <laughs> yeah, it was just he did he look like the narrator. <laughs> yeah, Boo hurt his hurt his ankle, so he was sitting to the side for both performances. Um, and then Good to Me came out, and. Before anyone, if you haven't watched this, like, just so you know, Hoshi, Minghao, and Joshua are wearing fully translucent shirts with nothing on underneath. Vernon, too, right? Uh, yes. Vernon. Wait. Oh, I wrote it down. Hold on. I have to find it. I, I, I do. Hold on. Okay. DK is wearing a fishnet mesh shirt underneath his blazer. He looks the best. His outfit was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Hoshi and Minghao were wear- and Vernon are wearing fully translucent shirts. Mm-hmm. Joshua is not wearing, wearing a shirt. shirt underneath his blazer. Wonwu also has a mesh fishnet t- shirt on underneath, just like DK's, but he's wearing like a regular blazer. And DK's blazer has like cutouts. see-through cutouts on the sleeves, and it fits him really well. And he looks really buff. And then uh, Mingyu is in a crop top vest. <laughs> it was like a baby vest. It was, it was like a child's a vest. Baby vest. And he's wearing like these high waisted pants. And good to me, the choreography has this like the Eve style choreography where they like bring their hands up like they're in handcuffs, and he's just like tummy. All the tummy. <laughs> I kn- Even baby Dino's back like shirt was like had back cutouts. Like yeah. it was like one of those cowboy shirts where there's like a different color mm-hmm. on the shoulders and the like upper back. Yes, but it was but the different color was see-through. <laughs> and he's the baby. And he's the baby. He's he's always been kind of a hoe. But he's the baby. But he's the baby. And now, and I just like the growing fear of 17. Growing up <laughs> has been in the back of my mind for a while now. And I was talking with you and uh, I was talking the other day about how, like, maybe they just need to, like, rip the Band-Aid off, mm-hmm. you know, and just, like, like because they're just, like, slowly and slowly and slowly, like, one tiny piece at a time, like, getting sluttier. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this Band-Aid to come off, but this felt mean. This performance felt mean. Jenna like, said it was mean. It and was I, mean. That's a good It was mean. I needed more preparation before you throw nipples on the stage. Yeah, I saw a- nipples <laughs> on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, no more pen breaking. You I broke didn't a pen break last it. I week. just threw it. No pen breaking. <laughs> um, oh, I mean. Uh, more on that later, but we need to, we'll, we'll move on so that you, your blood pressure can even back out. Um, but something that like feels late now, but I couldn't talk about it last week because last week we were only talking about 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. and it just like feels unfair in deep dives to be talking about other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I need to talk about the Monster X English release, Who Do You Love? Monster yeah. X featuring French Montana. Um, that came out a while ago. And it's, I felt like I couldn't, I can't really... I don't know how to describe how the music video makes me feel, but it's like, it felt like it had been a while for me that like somebody I love had like a comeback or a music video where I liked everything about it Mm. so much. Cause I feel like, you know, sometimes you're like, this is great, but like, oh, that haircut or like, oh, those outfits I didn't love. But like, oh my God, I love every single bit of the music video, except for the French Montana part. I was just going to say, I was like, but you do have a butt. That's, I forgot. (laughs) I, in for the months to X of it all, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
like, yeah, I don't know why that guy's in there. And I, that kind of bums me out because like back to our K-pop in America mm-hmm. thing, I just like wish that labels didn't feel like they needed to throw American artists in things to make people want to listen to them like yeah because everybody I played the song for was like this is so great but the French Montana part is dumb and shouldn't be there like everybody Mm -hmm. said that Mm -hmm. Um, it's unnecessary it is the hardest part of the whole song to understand (laughs) which is ironic and I have no idea who French Montana is so (laughs) I don't I guess he's someone but he's on the same Um, label as them which is why it probably um, happened but like whatever but the rest of it is so good and like to use stan twitter language like it's a good one to show the locals oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, because it's like it is it's entirely in english and it's like very palatable and like and god damn they're beautiful yeah they every single one of them looks so so good good. every outfit is good every shot is good i just like wish there was like a making of or like 10 more minutes of like shonu dancing alone on that stage yes i need a whole video of (laughs) shonu dancing alone on that stage i need more further like i need further back shots of chuan in that see-through shirt yeah they didn't get enough of it more i am yeah, he uh, he should have the I he my, should have the French one putting it out into the universe when they're here uh, next month promoting and they do Today Show and stuff. I heard this is this that that's the song they're gonna promote mm. like when they're here. So I hope to God that means that I am takes that verse and changes the lyrics and makes it different, and they don't invite French Montana to come do it or play it. Just please, yeah. just fix it. Because he doesn't have lines, and that's egregious. Because he also didn't have lines in the Steve Aoki yeah. English version of Play It Cool. Like, why do they keep doing that to him? I, I don't, don't like it. That's very weird, because his mixtape was, like, entirely in English. Yes. He prides himself on his imperfect <laughs> English. <laughs> imperfect is a kind word to use. <laughs> um, but, so that's really great. Like, early recommendation. If you haven't checked that out yet, please do. Because, oh, so good. Mm. So good. And then another cool, fun Monster X thing that I just must talk about because it's another good thing to watch is um, the Cartoon Network cartoon, We Bear Bears, mm-hmm. had a Monster X episode recently. Oh, my gosh. It's perfect. It's so good. It's so good. It's, like, 11 minutes long, and it's worth every second. I think I watched it on YouTube. I did, too. Um, It's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, it's just, like, Monstax themselves were all there and provided their own voices. Um, But it's, like, the premise is that, like, Panda is a fan of Monstax, and it's his birthday, and the other two bears, like, want to get him to see Monstax, and they do, like, a sort of, like, Beatles help-esque thing. Mm -hmm. They sneak into the hotel, and then, like, there's the girls outside, and, like, we got to get out. Um, but I felt very seen by it. <laughs> like, I felt like they worked really hard mm-hmm. to, like, understand the K-pop world. And I know the guy who makes it, like, is a K-pop fan, at least of, like, a couple of girl groups. Yeah. Um, so he seemed to get it. <laughs> they did. They did the fan culture justice, I think, because it starts out. I mean, the premise of the show, if you're not familiar with We Bear Bears, is just like a panda bear, a brown bear and a, an ice bear are like friends <laughs> and they get into antics. Um, and uh, it starts out with Panda, the one who's a fan of Monster X. He like goes through the member profiles. He, and, first like, he's shows, practicing choreography yes. videos at home. And, and the then, animated choreography is <laughs> so well done. Yes. I could watch like I could watch that for hours. <laughs> um and then yeah, and then he goes through the member profile. Like mm. he goes through the member profiles. It's so funny. It's so cute. And then I feel like they did a very nice job of like having of 
having Monster X just come off very well because, like, yeah. all of their lines are, like, fun and these bears break into their hotel rooms, but they're just like, hey, man, you can chill with us. And then, yeah. like, the girls all press in and break the windows and they're like, oh, we should run. And they're not, yeah. they, like, even though it's, like, maybe a little annoying that they had to do the, like, crazy fangirl thing, but I felt like they handled it in a way that just seemed, like, fun. Yeah, it was really funny, um, and I thought that they did a really good job of, like, not taking themselves, like, not taking it all too seriously, but without making fun of any of it. Yeah. Like, Monstax, when you first see them on the show, they um, they come out of the elevator doing choreography. They're, uh-huh. like, all dancing to one another, and then they, like, burst in through the door. They do the, the like, hero shirt move, <laughs> yeah. and then they, like, stand there. And then there. they, like, get there. Into there, and they're, like, ha-ha, <laughs> we're here, Monster X, in our hotel room. And it's just so, it's so great. It's just really fun and, like, Hearing their actual voices in it is, they did a great job. It was really nice. And the thing that made me, my favorite part is at the very end, there's like a little montage sort of music video thing to end it. And there was a shot that was literally Monster X and the Bear Bears laying in a pile. And I screamed because I love boy piles and only (laughs) K-pop gives me piles of boys. So like... I just felt really seen by that. So I just wanted to thank all the people involved. Uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was great. Good job. Um. All right. Well, speaking of watching things, I guess it's probably time to get to today's topic. Yeah, as good of a segue as any. <laughs> speaking of K-pop on United States TV Children's shows. television, even. Yes. So it's, it's if you... It was a good segue. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> um, so if you checked the title when you pressed play on the episode, you know it's movie club time again, yeah. uh, which means we watched a movie. And hopefully you did, too. If you didn't, we'll describe it to you. But this movie is very easy to watch, so mm-hmm. we think you probably should. But its title is The Wonder Girls. <laughs> That's, That's the it. title. Uh, it came out in 2012, and it was a Nickelodeon or Teen Nick Teen original Nick. movie produced mm-hmm. by Nick Cannon. Yes, produced by Nick Which Cannon. I thought was very funny, because in our last movie episode, we called one of the characters not Nick Cannon, <gasps> oh and this God. movie has actual, actual it, Nick Cannon. It is produced by Nick Cannon, and he has a cameo in it. That yeah. is very true. Real Nick Cannon. Real Nick Cannon is in it this time. Before we start talking about the movie, I just had to ask you, it was the first thing I thought of as I, as I watched these credits begin, um, do you feel closer to Boo now? Now that you've watched this and know a little bit more about his precious Wonder Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I like the Wonder Girls more. Like, I feel like I, I definitely like the Wonder ha- Girls yeah. more now. Mm-hmm. I know more about them. And I, yeah, they're so cute. I, like, know their names and their faces and stuff, which I yeah. didn't before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. But, um yeah, I guess basic background, as much as I could find. Like, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the Wonder Girls moved to America for, like, a couple of years. Yes. Um, and part of that turned into this Nick Cannon-produced original movie mm-hmm. called The Wonder Girls um, that they shot in 2011. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't really find – I couldn't find much more about, like, how it came to be or anything like that. Yeah, I, I'm not totally sure. I wonder if, um, and I guess we could talk about the other girl group in this um, in this movie up at the top instead of at the end. Sure. Um, if only because they may have been the reason that this movie was oh. was made in the first place. Interesting. Okay. Um, because Tell us more. so there's 
a group called the Schoolgirls, G-Y-R-L-S. When I was first taking notes, I wrote it down because I just, hearing them say it, my guess was S-K-O-O-L-G-U-R-L-Z. I thought it was G-U-R-L-Z Schoolgirls, well. but it's Girls. Y. It's a Y. I've and never seen that before. it's the only thing that they change. They don't misspell school. No. School is spelled correctly. Anyway, <laughs> so these girls... Uh, they actually date. They were a real group um, signed to Nick Cannon's Incredible Entertainment label. Interesting. They debuted in 2008 with a movie titled, a self-titled movie and self-titled album that was released on Teen Nick. That was in 2010, or they debuted in 2008, excuse me. And then in 2010, two years later, they had a self-titled Nick movie and an album only peaked at 118 on the Billboard charts. And then later that year, in December of 2010, they had a second movie um, and an album of the same name. And then they lost two members, Mm -hmm. and they replaced them with two other members and then came out with this Wonder Girls movie. And so there was like a pattern of theirs to come out with, like every year, come uh-huh. out with a movie and a new album, but they are not the stars. They're of this the movie. villains They're in this the movie. Villains so that in this movie. the fact that they had other movies where they are the, presumably, presumably the star the heroes that's shocking to yes. me because they are mean. They're they are mean. mean people and like kind of racist yes. until the end. Yeah. Yes. And so, well, uh, to we'll get to there. Tell us a, a sad story, I suppose. After this movie, the uh, schoolgirls changed their name to Forever, lost a member, then another member, then another member, and then there was no one left. So they like literally Fizzled. one by one left and and ended. So this was like the last thing that they did. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't think to look. I'm glad you looked that up cuz I didn't think to look up if they were real singers cuz I was just looking at their IMDb's and only the Filipino girl had other credits. Yeah, none of the other girls had any because at first I thought like, oh, is this like are they like a dance crew or something? I um, assumed they might have just been like from the Nickelodeon talent pool like mm-hmm. girls who could sing and they just like yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know, yeah. from the John Robert Powers. The, like, the redhead had a really familiar face, but I couldn't I couldn't place her, and she didn't have an IMDb page, yeah. so so I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So that could, so, okay, that makes sense if that was, like, if Nick Cannon was scrambling for a script for mm-hmm. his next schoolgirls movie, and then yeah, so JYP so, was like, hey, I want to buy, I have money, I'll make a movie. Exactly. So maybe, especially because the Wonder Girls, they did tour with the Jonas Brothers. And so maybe JYP had this idea of like, oh, like getting them on kids TV, like that's a good idea. And then somehow connected with Nick Cannon, maybe he was like, hey, I saw your Boa movie. And Nick Cannon was like, that wasn't that me. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Um, all right. So let's get started talking about it. So yeah, <laughs> this movie... Is a cool 45 minutes, and I'll just say up (laughs) top. 43. Okay, not even 45. Uh, I just have to, okay, before we even start, I just have to get it out there that, like, I liked this. I watched it twice in a row this morning. (laughs) Two times in a row. I totally didn't hate this movie, and we'll talk about it as we, like, sort of break it down. But I think we should preface this by saying Shannon and I have, have... confessed this before in that we love like we love pop music we always have from like being very young like even stuff like say la vie like mm-hmm. bewitched oh, or yeah. whatever um 
But we also really love kids. Yeah, I TV. think we just have a soft spot for like young adult Channel TV programming. And like Nickelodeon, yeah, because we also really love the Jonas Brothers and, and like, High School Musical and High School Musical and um, yeah, and we've like watched those like, and Wizards kept up of with those Waverly things Place well into our twenties. Remember when we watched <laughs> w- Wizards of Waverly Place and yes. Sunny with a Chance, and mm-hmm. we would drink by the pool and talk about what was going on with on Sunny with a Chance, like. Yeah. I I used to blame it on the fact that, like, I babysat constantly growing mm-hmm. up. So, like, you watch a lot of kids' TV, and then, I don't know, I think you just sort of learn to appreciate when it's not yeah. horrible. You can yeah. get into it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about, like, that sort of genre of TV that I, like, don't hate. Well, there's something about that genre of, of TV when it has... Um, this edge of like self-awareness to it. Yes, there's has, a way to do it right. Where Yeah, there's a way to do it right where the comedy hits well because it's a little bit winking at the audience like we know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes there are jokes in there that for the kids that are the targeted audience that joke might go over their head but like as an adult watching it it's, it's very enjoyable. So I love watching that kind of shit so I thoroughly enjoyed this movie as well. Yes, it's <laughs> definitely like I texted you this morning it's not as good as the first season of Jonas but like it's no. not terrible either so but the first season of Jonas is pretty it, perfect to it's me. so good <laughs> um, okay so we'll get started so the movie opens with a credit sequence where it's like intercut footage of like uh, the Wonder Girls wearing white wigs why the wigs the wigs were so bad they were very strange and then like footage from their tour like yeah. footage of them on stage and stuff um, and then it, like, flashes through the cast. So to tell you what the cast is, because there had been significant changes to the Wonder Girls lineup by this point. Mm-hmm. So the first person credited in the credits, it says Yenny. Yes. This is Yeun. Mm-hmm. And these days she goes by the name Hotfelt. Oh, okay. Um, And she has, like, in the movie she has, like, blonde hair and there's always, like, a poof, like, a bump yeah. it poof in the front. <laughs> um, And then next was Yubin. And this is mm-hmm. the Wonder Girls rapper. And in the movie, she has like a side bangs. Yeah, she's also blonde in it. She's stunning in the entire movie. And I feel like she's like the wise one. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks like Boa, I thought. Yes. Agreed. They have similar faces. Um, and then Sohi uh, is next in the list. And I know Sohi from a very, from an episode of Running Man that I love a bunch. Like she, it's the one the math challenge and like Mino has helmet hair in it. Um, Anyway, she talks very little in that episode of running man. Like she barely says anything, but everything she says is like the funniest thing. And she just like says it quiet and she's cracking everybody's shit up. But like, I don't know. I feel like she also doesn't really talk much in this movie. No, she's like cute cheekies. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. She doesn't say cute. She doesn't say a lot. Um, and then next is Sunny, but she is credited as, as Sun mm-hmm. in the her character's name is Sun yeah. in the movie, and she has very sharp bangs and a very little face. Yeah, um, and she's the one who married a missionary mm. and like moved away. And the funny, the reason that she always comes up in the news is like. For the past couple of years, she'll always announce, like, I got a new agency, and I'm going to come out with a solo album, or I'm going to come out with a movie, and then she gets pregnant instead, and she doesn't come back. Oh. She's done it, like, several times. It's very weird. Interesting. <laughs> um, oh, and I forgot to say, like, just for Wonder Girl's timeline's sake, Yubin, the rapper, is the one who replaced Hyuna when Hyuna left 
at the beginning. Mm, okay. Um, and then the last member they show is credited as is credited as Lim, mm-hmm. but this is Hedim, and she was the one who replaced Sunmi when Sunmi the year before went back home to go to school. Mm. So Sunmi started out with them in America. Oh, okay. And left to go to school, and then they brought up this trainee. Oh. <laughs> and she was in there till the end. Interesting. So, um, yeah, so they have, like, a couple of them have different names for the movie. Oh, and then it says, JYP as JY. His character's oh name is just JY. Like, yeah, just, just finish JY. it. Um, and then uh, a guy named Akeem Smith mm-hmm. is playing Mitchie. Oh, Mitchie. And he's just, like, a tall, like, light-skinned black guy. And he's, like, makes crazy faces. Yeah, and he's he's here to teach them all of the hit American slang. We'll, we'll get to Mitchie later. Um, and then there's one more credit. Angie Stone as Betty. And when I looked up Angie Stone, I saw, like, a very successful recording artist. But I couldn't connect the Wikipedia page for the, like, singer and this very small IMDb page for the actress. And there weren't enough Mm. pictures of either to see if they were the same person. But it's possible that this lady was, like, actually a singer. singer. Um, She plays a singer. But that's the the credits. Yeah. Yeah. And the credits, like, when they are, they have, like, the cheesy, like... The nameplate that, like, comes on with a freeze frame of each person. Yes, yes, yes. So that you can tell who they are. So that's who we're working with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the opening of the movie, they're on a... Oh, Wait, I just wanted to say, I don't know if this was a purposeful thing, but in that opening credit montage, they have um, a shot of them in these silver glittery dresses with beehives, and I thought they looked so much like the Kim sisters, which we brought up a little while ago, and I wonder if that was, like, a purposeful homage or just I thought that, too, to the end when they had their beehives, and I wondered... Mm -hmm. I thought their dresses were going to be those silver ones from the beginning opening, but they weren't. But they weren't. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Okay, so then it opens on, like, a big luxury plane. Yes. Um, and JYP, like, is annoyingly is calling all of their names, mm-hmm. like, one at a time, and then they show them so you yes. can, like, see them. But they're, like, reading a magazine or whatever. Yeah, this is where you get, like, each girl's, like, personality. Like, <laughs> you know, when, like, in the Spice World movie where you, like, get to see their tour bus and you see, like, everybody's corner each person in their little corner yeah um one of them is reading one of them sleeping one of them's playing a game so then jyp sets up the premise which is that they are going to america for two weeks for a a tour and it's very important yes and they have to be serious and and they have to work and they say the wonder girls always stick together (laughs) and i started to wonder if they were going to say a lot like the wonder girls always and And they they do do. they Um, do so then we cut to yenny sitting and looking at a tablet and we meet betty it's amazing what they can do with technology these days you can actually surf the internet on an airplane (laughs) honey what will they think of next Look at that, the Apollo Theater. Have you ever been there? Child, have I been there? (laughs) I've graced that stage more than once in my days. Really? It's always been my dream to visit the Apollo. I'm Yenny. And I'm Betty Charleston. Nice to meet you, Yenny. (laughs) Okay, so we meet Betty. Yep, and this is pretty much the setup. Like, the Apollo Theater is very important. It's Yenny's dream to play there. Yeah. Why is it her dream? We don't know. We don't know. It just know. always has been. Um, um, I wrote, exposition from a motherly stranger sets up the goal as the Apollo. Yes. <laughs> like, thank you, Betty. 
Uh, and if you don't, if you are unawares, the Apollo is like a historic black theater mm-hmm. in New York. In Harlem. And um, it's like famous for having like a raucous crowd that will like kick you off the stage if they don't like you. Yeah. And there's like a stump on the side and you have to like rub it mm-hmm. before you go yeah, on stage. Yeah, there's like a stump for good luck. And basically, yeah, the audience will boo you and like they will, they if they don't like you, they will interrupt your set and you will just have, like you don't get to finish, like you're done. Um so you get like immediate feedback. <laughs> yeah. And when I was growing up, there was a show that was on like really late, really late at night on cable. And it was like Arsenio? called Showtime oh. at the Apollo. And it was like a stand up show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like a character or at one point it was Savion Glover from Sesame Street. And if you were doing bad, he would come tap, and you, tap off. you off. Oh my God, so Savion it's just Glover. like an old history. It's a very historic like place. And it's very important in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Apollo. Um, I do want to point out at this point that first of all, um, this movie has sound effects. And so oh, yes. that is there from the very beginning. Like when they first show up on the plane, they have little like blink, blink and like, whoop, like little sound I effects throughout stuff. the whole thing. I loved it. Um, the opening, the opening scene at first, it made me think of like Josie and the Pussycats yes, and like the plane. Jour. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then all of a sudden Yenny is sitting next to Betty and I was like, wait, are we not on a private plane anymore? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's just first seat? class, I guess. Yeah, right. Like they were in a separate compartment and then all of a sudden they're sitting next to strangers. And it's like a train because they're like two sets of seats like facing yeah. each other with tables in the middle, like on a train. I've never yeah. been in a very fancy part of an airplane. I don't know if they're like that, but it seemed odd. It, it seemed strange. <laughs> Um, so then they land at the W Hotel, which yes. is the other location of this just, movie. Yeah. It's a few locations. The W Hotel is one of them. Yeah. And it's probably this one here in L.A. <laughs> I'm pretty like, I think they did get shots at the actual Apollo, but otherwise it was 100 percent like probably uh, filmed in L.A. Or maybe not because they well, lived, they in, New lived York, right? in New York. I'm sure it was filmed in New York, but it was like definitely filmed on a soundstage. I'm yeah. sure. But maybe not because some of the sound was so echoey in a lot of the points <laughs> true, that like actually. maybe That's it wasn't true. a set That's and they true. were in real places. Um, so then they like meet their team and they're like JYP is like, this is the choreographer. And because she didn't say anything at first, I immediately looked up if she was a real choreographer because I thought like, oh, maybe they didn't give her lines because she's a real. Cho- but no, she comes up later. Yeah. Um, and then we meet Mitchie and I have to play Mitchie's intro. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, my bad. Uh, this is Mitchie. He'll be your driver while you're here. Yo, what's up? I'm Mitchie, and I know all the nooks and crannies of the big app. You want it? I got it. You need it? I can get it. Y'all ready to get this thing popping? Ooh, popcorn? Ooh, no, not at all. But that's all right. That works, too. Come on, bring it in, girls. Okay. What a girl has. They've left him alone in the lobby. No? Okay, I see how it's gonna be. No love for Mitchie. <clears throat> Want no hub, no way. No, Mitchie. No love for Mitchie. No love for Mitchie. So I actually the- didn't hate Mitchie by the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote, yikes, Mitchie. I thought JYP would be the worst part. Um, but he he grows on you. He grows on you for sure. Like he's definitely like on their side, but it's just very funny. I feel like this is a very specific like 
type of character that mm-hmm. exists. Um, he's doing his best at it. Um, then they got to some, they're like, it's time to go out. And JYP's like, you guys can go out for the night. And yeah, then there's yeah. like the worst. They just like put on I Heart New York t-shirts <laughs> and just took several pictures. And then they just like put them on background. Like it's the fakest, fakest looking like day in New York. Yeah. Um, it's a and quick little montage, and then they all pile back into the car. And I have another clip uh, because I want to talk about a kind of joke structure that this movie and many children's programming leans on. I told y'all, and New York City's off the chain, though, right? But we aren't wearing any chains. Yeah. No. No, no, off the chain. It it means good. Like it looks off. The, looks good. Oh, oh, Korea, we say Oh, Um, so there, this, the convention of somebody saying like an idiom or a metaphor or whatever, and then the other person like taking it literally or not understanding mm-hmm. the whole like movie and sketch of my childhood good burger relied on yeah. that. Like, Ed doesn't un- someone say hold the lettuce and then he and hold he's holding it. the lettuce. Right. Yeah. It's a very easy like joke convention, but it's fun for kids stuff because it like teaches kids about Yeah. Those it teaches kinds of- it teaches language and puns. Um and it gets a laugh every time. Like I literally a few weeks ago in my classroom was reading this book called Punished, which is all about this kid who gets cursed to speak only in puns. Okay. And my kids were like cracking their shit. Up like a pun kills with a ten year old audience. Yeah. Um. So this movie relies on those, but I have to say, like I I wrote, I love the little language lessons. It's yeah. a persistent joke throughout it, and it's really it's cute and it's funny, and like they do it a couple of times where I thought it worked well. Yeah. It's just at the point now where like the slang being used is like so outdated that now it like <laughs> makes you feel cringy. But like it's true, cute. true. But there are little moments where like like once they finally meet their rivals and they get insulted. One of them like doesn't understand the insult and it's it's cute. Right. Um, another thing I wrote for this part that I wondered if it was on purpose. So the character's name is Michi, but mm-hmm. they all have like their slight accents, so they say like Michi, mm. which like in Korean means crazy. And I like oh. wonder if that's on purpose because Maybe. he is like their zany guy. He is very zany. He's very goofy. Um was that before or after? They tell him that JYP works for us. That's in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get because yeah. Then they take a detour. They're like, we want we want to go to the Apollo. Yeah. So they go into the Apollo, and the lobby is totally one hundred percent empty. It like looks like it's closed, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like looking at the ceilings. It's so great. And then Yenny wanders away, and there's a poster that's like tonight, amateur night, ten thousand yeah. dollar prize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she wanders back to the group and is like, come with me, girls. And she sneaks them. Or, and then, oh, and Mitchie's like, we have to, I'm getting calls from, JY yeah. is calling me. Because mm-hmm. their curfew was 10 p.m. Yes, he made that very clear. Um, and then he said, like, whatever. And Yenny says. And Yenny says, don't worry about JY. He works for us. <laughs> and then they walk away. And then Mitchie's like, but. I work for JY. <laughs> uh, so then they go backstage and they're like, what? You're entering us into this contest. And, and they're, they're like, like, let's do it. Wonder Girls always follow through. Or like, Wonder Girls never say no to a challenge. But then that's when they say, wait, we can't go out there and be the Wonder Girls because someone right. might recognize us. So then they supposedly choose for themselves the group name, The Asian Invasion. No, I disagree. 
Um, and then at this point, there's also like a host of this amateur mm. night, and he's a stand-up comedian that I remember seeing on the live at the Apollo like stand-up show. He has a very big gap in his mm-hmm. front teeth, and he's like, wearing a very loud yeah. suit. And he's like, and the camera keeps there's like a fisheye lens when he's on the camera, and it's, it's kind of scary. It like comes up. From above. It, like, comes down on him from above. And he, like, looks up into it and it makes his eyes look crazy. And he's like, these girls yeah. are my girls. And they are your girls. girls. And he's, like, yelling so much. Okay. The schoolgirls. So, but the Wonder Girls come out first and they do, like, a kind of disco-y version of Nobody. I have a mm-hmm. clip of that. My favorite part of that part of that moment is they cut to Mitchie peeking in the back and then he makes very exaggerated faces like he just walked in on something Yeah, crazy. Like he just walked in on them changing. I don't something. know, but he's like making a crazy face yeah. and then he's like, my girls are on the stage. And somebody shushes him and he's like, it's okay, I know them. Um, so then everyone loves the Wonder Girls. They like play with a live band and like I liked that version. I thought it was really Me too, really fun. I wrote they're so good. Um, so like, yeah, the, the fake crowd loves them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go backstage and now it's time to meet the schoolgirls. And I have a yes, clip of this as well. The villains of these movies, of this movie, they are mean girls straight off the bat. Well, hi, pleased to meet you. Are you singers too? Boo Boo, we're the schoolgirls. You better act somebody. Uh, Boo Boo? No, I'm Lim. Well, why don't you tell someone who cares? All we care about is winning the 10 stacks. So don't even think about getting in our way. I don't see any stacks. Stacks, moolah, De Niro. Uh, Robert De Niro, huh? Really? Where? Never mind, you guys are almost way too lame to insult. Oh, thank you. Where the heck are you guys from anyway? Korea. Well, y'all need to go back. (laughs) We'll show you how a real group does it. Before I play the schoolgirls song, just mm-hmm. want to be like, yeah, they're bitches. And one of yeah. them looks very older than all of them. Yeah, one of them looks a the, lot like, older than the like brunette girl, rest. right? Looks mm-hmm. yeah, she older. she looks like the girl who's playing the choreographer later on. Yes, she I does. It was the same person. There was a minute where I thought it was the same person. Um, but yeah, these these poor schoolgirls. I don't know why Nick Cannon cast them to be the villains. And I wonder if, in the same way, because it's the same, it's the right time period. If like Nick Cannon was trying to do the Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. And the Cheetah Girls had I didn't I never watched those movies, but I think they had a catchphrase too. But I wonder if her saying we're the school's girls, better act Cheetah some. Sisters. Okay, that's what it was. Cheetah Girls, Cheetah yeah. Sisters. But her saying like we're the school girls, better act somebody. Was that their catchphrase? Because I don't like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know. but we met them and they seem really, really mean. Mm-hmm. And then um and then they sing a little song and I have a clip of it. They're all too old for the schoolgirl thing, though. Yeah, like, and one of them wears a 
foofy tutu in every scene and it's very it's not cute it's It's not cute and it's weird because like the wonder girls are definitely like in their 20 like early 20s at this point and this whole thing this entire movie does not take place at all in a school like they are not supposed to be school age children which i think i misinterpreted the trailer because i assumed that they were, I don't know why I didn't, maybe I just didn't listen to the trailer and like hear that they were on their tour. I thought it was going to be the Wonder Girls at school mm, in a school like a talent, talent show. competition against these girls. Because, and maybe I thought that because these girls are literally wearing like weird schoolgirl outfits. And so maybe I just assumed right. that they were like. I don't know, in a school. Um, but they're not. They're adults. So the schoolgirl thing is weird. <laughs> um, but apparently they're like the, the you know, local celebs of the Apollo. My girls, your girls, the, the schoolgirls. School um, and then we like cut to the end of the night. There are po- three poor boys who are apparently called Triple Threat. Yeah. And I wrote, will they come back? They no, will not. They will not. Uh, but the guy's like... Maybe if you didn't wear such a dumb shirt, yeah. maybe people would vote for you. Like, like, you got a dumb jacket. Yeah, he's, like, giving them shit. Um, and then our girls, the Asian invasion, win. They win the competition. Yeah. But that means that they have to come back for the finals the next day. Right. Um, so then they're trying to sneak back. This is one of my favorite parts. They're trying to sneak back into the hotel. And then JYP goes out of his hotel room in skull onesie pajamas and a dollar sign, yeah. like, mask on his head. And he's like, I caught you. Yep. He's like, this is two hours past curfew. And I was like, the acting is a little bit stiff. But I wrote, the, like, the production value is, like, funny and it's like a perfect Nick movie with these antics like I know that this is Disney Channel what I'm about to reference but this scene in particular really reminded me of The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody of like Mr. Mosby yeah like hotel hallway antics with like a guy who's scolding you. JYP I will say I found him very charming in this I thought he did a very good job. I thought he did a good job When I first saw him in the credits because when I saw him in the credits I was like oh you put yourself in the movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because he's that kind of person but he's funny so I like is, wasn't too mad yeah. so after he like dresses down them and he's like you have to wake up early because it work out now I'm you have you. to have a 5am rehearsal and then he goes back and he locked this it was so funny he locked himself out of his hotel room and they like spend like 10 seconds longer on it than you think that they would and like that's why it's funny him trying to like trying oh, to get he locked himself the- out and like it's and there and it's playing like <laughs> like kind of music i love it uh so that was funny then what happens okay then they do dance rehearsal and they dance to their own song love mm-hmm. me like money which came out the next year officially with a verse from Akon. Oh. Which I thought was interesting because if I remember correctly, like Akon's moment of being in every single song was like 2007, 2008. So I feel like it was a little... Definitely was in 2013. Yeah, it was a little late. It wasn't a... It wasn't a good grab on the Akon. Isn't that post... That's like post-jail Akon. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, right. He went to jail for having all those guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. I had totally forgot about that. Yeah, so that song, Love Me Like Funny. Uh, I thought the funniest part about their rehearsal was like, so they went for their workout, which apparently Mitchie had to join Yeah, and Mitchie for. was like, <gasps> Mitchie's I'm like, so sweaty. I'm done. <laughs> no, he's like, my booty hurts. Yeah, like, my booty hurts from all those squats. 
And then, and then the choreographer comes out and is like, I hope you girls are all warmed up. And he's like, warmed up. I'm done. And he goes and lays down and the girls have to dance. And the choreographer just like stands there and like has to pretend that she's like giving them notes while they do their while they dance. they do their perfect choreography <laughs> that they always do. Um, then they sit down and like look at a tablet and they like go to the schoolgirls website. This is where I found out how it was spelled and I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um, and they like put up a diss video and they're like, those girls, like, those girls think they could beat us? Like, we're going to be at the spot tonight. Yeah, like, come through if, if you, you dare. Get, if you like, can get in. Yeah, oh yeah, if you can even get in. <laughs> um, And they're so mean. Uh, So then they, like, are in an alley and there's a big security guard. Wait, no, this is where they do the, this is where America Oh, oh my God, is. thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because, because this is an important they clip. watch this, they watch this um call out video or whatever. And the girls at first are like, oh whatever, like we don't we don't have time to go to this final ver like we were not planning on going back for the finals. We have to prepare for our own show. And then Mitchie tells them how it's done. I don't know how y'all do things in Korea, but in the United States of America, when someone calls you out, you gotta stand up for the competition. Check it out. Oh, okay, so he says that before he yeah, yeah, hands yeah. them the tablet with the disc video. Oh, yeah, and then they watch okay. the disc video and they're like, we can't stand for this. Uh, so then they're in an alley and, oh, a thing, because it'll come back, a thing I forgot to set up or say in the very beginning when they're in the plane. JYP says something about, like, and I got these tickets to a baseball game. And oh, then yeah. they all don't react at all. Like, Korea, like, baseball is huge in Korea. Yeah. But they look at him like, what? Like, why would we ever want to And he's go like, to America. This? America. Baseball. They love baseball there. And apple pie. And I was like, but you love baseball in Korea, too. Yeah. And then he's, like, met with silence. And then he, like, puts the ticket. And he's like, anyway. And, it's, and yeah. I remember when it happened, I was like. That was weird because, like, the joke doesn't land and it's weird. So mm -hmm. they're trying to bribe this security guard and Mitch. He's like, come on, man, I'm here all the time. And then Nick, here's the Nick Cannon cameo. Yeah, he, he comes, comes through. Mm -hmm. They let him run. Is he playing himself? He's yeah. like, hey, good to see you, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mitch, he's like, why'd you let him in? Like, he didn't have it. Oh, because the bouncer's like, no invitation, no no entrance. <laughs> and then Mitchie's like, that guy didn't have an invitation. He's like, that guy's Nick Cannon. It's like. Oh, and again, this reminded me of the other movie we watched, Make Your Move, because it had a, like the same alley and the same bodyguards and the same like you can't come in here. Yeah. It was and the, the same. same like weird, shitty underground club yes. that's in like a warehouse um, with like a dumb DJ and his lazy ass beanie on his head. Yeah. So the this point we'll DJ. get there. So the point I brought the baseball tickets up again because that's how they get into yeah. the club. They off. They remember they have the tickets. They offer them to the security guard, and then he says like. Like the Yankees. I, I love the Yankees. Yankees. And it's such a good performance from this like weird guy who's not an actor <laughs> and is just like a giant person. Um, so yeah, then they go into like a very similar to make your move, like mm -hmm. underground dance club. Yeah, and the and the world girls. of dance, like the world of dance crew is there in their t-shirts, like doing an oh, exhibition yeah. for some reason. And uh, the schoolgirls perform like some song of theirs. They sing a girl. Wonder Girl song yes. called The DJ Is Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like them singing on a verse because they play it at, at the credits. Like, 
the Wonder Girls do a verse and then the school yes. girls do a and verse. And when they first walk in, so they first walk in and Yenny, because she's like the main character, is like, come on, Mitchie, let's dance. And so she and Mitchie are dancing and there's a very, very brief moment where she like makes eyes with the DJ. She like makes oh, eye so contact fast. with the DJ. It's so fast. But I saw it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like eyes with the DJ. And then the school girls come out and they sing um, a verse of the Wonder Girls song, The DJ Is Mine. And I remember being like, wow, these lyrics are so on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> because I I could tell because I like the of, of the formulaic nature of this movie that like, oh, are we going to get some history between like the schoolgirls and this DJ and then the DJ is going to like the like Yenny and we kind of got it, but it, I guess. they didn't delve into it. Yeah, too much. it didn't go very far because yeah, the the schoolgirls are very mean and they like get in a kerfuffle. They're mm-hmm. like pushing and being like, I'll fight you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the DJ runs over. And the DJ runs over and is like and he like pushes them apart and I don't remember the main schoolgirl's name but he says her name and he's like come on like you really gonna start drama on my night and she's like this isn't about you skills cause that's his name skills. skills with a Z and then he's like you can't start like come on girls like this is no place for you and then he grabs Yenny's hand like they're old friends and leads them out of the club to safety and is like hey I'm skills yeah, he's like, hey, I'm Skills, and uh, I'm going to the diner later if and he, you want to come. And and me, then he, no, he specifically says, like, me and the crew are going to the diner. But there and is it's no just crew. Him. It's just him and the girls and Mitchie. And he, if you're wondering, like, oh, what does this guy look like? He looks lame. He's wearing one of those dumb beanies that's, like, perched, like, the f- off the back of his uh-huh. head and he has like a little like cart like a little hipster cart again he might have even been wearing like a dumb like skinny scarf he just looked like a tool yeah blonde frosted tips just like a guy yeah uh so then they go to a diner um and yenny's this is when yenny tells her first lie because he's like hey who oh, are you yeah. guys and they're like we're exchange students foreign exchange students yeah from korea and then he's like I ordered you all chicken and waffles. And they're like, chicken and waffles? That's Breakfast so weird. and dinner? What? But then they like it. Yeah. Um, and it's very strange. I all, I wrote this. The diner scene was the first time I noticed how weird and echoey the... Um, the sound the was. The sound was. Yeah. Because it was... It was it, obvious that they were completely alone in the diner. Yeah. Like, there was no background... Ambient click, click, noise. Click, click, and, yeah, and it was know? very clearly, like, a real diner that they were shooting in overnight or whatever, and they yeah. didn't... And then, yeah, some of the lines were strange because I think for maybe a couple of the members whose English was worse than others that mm-hmm. they did ADR, like, they re, oh. re-recorded the lines, like, in a studio and mm-hmm. then put them over the top. Um so the sound is, this was when I first noticed how weird the sound mm. was. So then we cut to the morning again, I guess. Because mm-hmm. that's all that happens with the DJ, right? Is he's just yeah, like, that's it. does he say anything? Oh, oh no. He tells them like, if you guys want to beat them, like it's 2 a.m. I bet they're practicing right now. He oh, like yeah, yeah, talks yeah. them up that the school girls are probably working harder than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then it cuts to the dance practice uh, and then this happens and I had to. Thanks. Um, well, Robin, we were thinking that we wanted to put some hip-hop dancing into our show. Hip-hop? You sure that fits your vibe? Oh, for shizzle. What? Mitchie taught me that. All right, then. Let's work. Five, six, seven, eight. So this is the weirdest fucking thing ever. So after this, they can't dance at all. 
Yeah. So she goes five, six, seven, eight, and then just like immediately launches into this like complex. But it's not really. She's just like doing some weird arms. I don't think this girl's a real dancer. No, I don't think so either. But then the (laughs) Wonder Girls are like literally falling and crying and like hitting each other and like stumbling. Like like, they've never danced. You can't do hip hop dance. It's too hard. And she says, don't worry. Hip hop is so hard. It's going to take a while. And I, I I mean, like, it is different from K-pop style dancing. That's true. But I don't think that the Wonder Girls would suddenly turn into crumbling fools. But yeah, it it seems like a very big it seems like a weird leap if this because the point is, is that they need to get to this next moment for the drama beat of it all. But it just feels it just seemed so weird that they just suddenly could not dance because they want to do hip hop. Totally. That it would like suddenly suddenly they're going to struggle so intensely. So now it's like the biggest drama moment of the movie and they have a big fight. This fight. It escalated so quickly. I can't watch it, though. I'll get dizzy. The camera, like, spins around them as they fight, and it gets faster and faster and faster. Look, we just have to work harder. I'm tired. Hey, we should keep working on this. Let's not give up now. Yeah, but Jenny, you heard Robin. We're not going to turn into some awesome hip-hop dancers overnight. Oh, so you just want to quit? Just like that. Are you afraid of a little hard work? Guys, we are all tired. I think we just need some rest. Yeah. What? No! We need to work! Breakers never ever give up! And I'm tired of those girls pushing us around! Yanni, do you remember what we are even here for? We are here for a tour and not some stupid talent competition. You know what? It wouldn't be so stupid if you actually had any talent. <gasps> oh. You are I'm gonna give you some space. Wow, even Mitchie didn't have, wasn't having that. It escalated <laughs> so quickly. And I, I just wrote, like, why are we taking this so seriously? Like, and I was glad that they did call out, like, hey, we're here for our tour. Because this was the point in the movie where I was like, aren't they here for, like, a professional-ass tour? And they're, like, wasting all this time yeah. and energy Shouldn't and their New York date have happened already? Right? Like, they would be moving quicker than Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. And, like, now they're worrying about this amateur night at the Apollo. It's so weird. And then Yenny, in her, like, distressed state, because she can't go to her members, she fucking calls skills and thankfully yes, he doesn't, he doesn't pick her so then instead she calls Betty yes this part was very strange I mean it's whatever it's a it's a cute kid it's a kid movie but it's it's funny how they there wasn't a lot of conflict and trying to like create it is very odd so yeah she like fakes she sends letters under the doors mm-hmm. to like all the girls and they meet in the lobby and Mitchie's like I gotta take you somewhere. Like, yeah, he wants to talk to you. This is all a ruse, but it doesn't really seem like a ruse. Um, And then Betty tells them that, like, she used to be... Wait, hold on. Uh, No, it's under their doors. Oh, yeah. So then Betty's like, it's all about the singing. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta sing good. And then they're like, there's an old picture. And they're like, is this a picture of you? And then she's like, oh, yeah, I won at the Apollo back in 68. And I looked up the... 
uh, this actress, she was seven years old in 1968, so I was like, that seems sweet. Harsh. Because uh, she's very much not that old. Yeah, because she was supposed to have been an old Motown singer, mm-hmm. is like what is like the history that she's told Yenny. So, like, the previous night, Yenny calls her, and I guess, like, Together, they come up with this plan. But we don't know it because we it's don't know what the just, plan she's is. She's like, tell me what's wrong. And then yeah. it cuts like there's no more. And so I think the ruse is supposed to be that the girls thought JYP had called the meeting and that's why he went. And then Mitchie takes them to meet Yenny at Betty's house. Yes. And she apologizes like very sincerely and was like, you're right. Like I was taking this too far. I'm so sorry. And then they have like dinner with with Betty and she tells them like, oh, yeah, I was a Motown yeah, singer. Like, but I there was, was a very weird shot that I like can't get over and it seems like they cut out a musical number or something very odd happened because they slow pan over the table Uh of all the food because she's like I'm gonna make you soul food yep and they like pan over the table really slow and then up to her face and she's like let the feast begin and then it Cuts and then they're done eating. They're like, that was a good meal. And I was like, that was so weird. Like, where was the rest of that? It was really dramatic. Like, the soul food thing. And I, I, yeah, it it would have made sense if she had burst into song as well. Because she had just told us, like, it's all about singing. And And I do believe this woman might have, and that this actress might have been a good, like, a singer. So, yeah. Yeah, so it was very strange. But so they, like, so they eat all of this soul food. Which makes them fall asleep. And yeah, she's like, that's just, what soul food does to you. And I was like, what are we doing here? But it comes back. Yeah, it comes um, back. So then all the girls are sleeping and Betty takes Yenny to the closet and we like, the camera's inside the closet. Mm-hmm. So we don't see it. But she's like, you really don't need these? And she's like, they're just collecting dust. Like, y'all yeah. need to wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they. No, wait, and then they cut. Are you about to talk about the cut from the living room yes, to the lobby? Yes, because it was okay. so good. It was so good. You can describe it, no, please. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, I just needed to make sure that it was going to be addressed. Yes, (laughs) it was because I watched it several times because it was so good because it reminded me of Jonas. Yes. Uh, So they wake up. It's the morning they wake up in Betty's living room and they're like, oh, no, no, we fell asleep. We spent the whole night here. And they run camera right. And then as the camera like follows them over, pan cut, they're in the lobby of the W. It's like a camera trick. It's not like a weird set problem, but it like it just sort of seems like they ran there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly. Um, and then I have a clip from this because JYP has to lay down the law. And again, I was very charmed. I pulled a lot of JYP clips. <laughs> oh my god, did we stay here all night? <gasps> Cover you! Well, if it isn't the Wonder Girls. Joey, we can explain. No need for explanations anymore because obviously nobody respects me as their manager. Joey, <laughs> it's not what you think. True. Oh, I think. I just may need some help keeping an eye His on His hair is so tall. I know. I'm he looks dumb. like a cockatiel. Well, now look calm. Because calm people have solutions. Fellas! Five monstrous dudes just appeared. I think you Wonder Girls need babysitters. And guess what? I got one for each of you. Uh, uh, Joy, let's talk about this. Nothing to talk about because I talked it over with your parents and they agree this is best. So go on now, girls. Up to your rooms. Wow. <laughs> what a jerk. But yeah, there's like five giant bodyguards. Um, so then they're sitting up on their couch and they're like, when are we going to do like, we can't get out of here. And then they get a text and it's like, 
from Apollo Theater, your limo is on the way. And they're like, oh my God, they're sending us a limo. How convenient. But how are we going to get out of here? And at that very moment, Mitchie leans over and he's like, a good idea. So then Mitchie shows up and he has like arms full of all of this food. And the guy, and he's like, hey, 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 y'all. Like, I you got, hungry? You hungry? You hungry? I got y'all some food. I ordered you some food. And one of the guys like, oh, great. What'd you get? And he's like, I got y'all soul food. Oh, that's the best soul food in New York. And cut to all of them pass the fuck out yeah, in the hallway. Because as we established a few minutes ago, soul food makes, soul you, food sleepy. makes you sleepy. <laughs> I had a good laugh at just the blocking of that scene because, yeah, the kid was carrying so much. And I do not feel like any of these bodyguard guys were actors. Like they are just, or Real, they are people yeah. who get hired to be giant and stand in the background. Like they don't yeah, yeah. talk a lot. But they have to do a lot of blocking to pass this food around. And, like, one of the bodyguards has two drinks, and he's leaning very hard across the hallway because I think one of the other guys was supposed to take the drink, but he isn't taking it. He's, like, looking at Mitchie, but the guy's just holding the drink in the frame for, like, a really long time. I was distracted by it. But, uh, so the bodyguards are asleep. Um... And, oh, I also wrote gross eating because when the bodyguards oh, yeah, yeah, eat yeah. the food that's like horror movie close-ups of their yeah. faces, they they're do like, like <laughs> yeah, like the slanted, like the diagonal angles, what are Dutch angles, that's yes. what they're called. Like, funny the choices were them, made. Like, <laughs> that's why I liked this. Yeah. Like funny choices, funny choices were, made. were made. So they all pass out. Um, then they're in a limo. And then they're in the limo. But the limo driver has kidnapped that or because we like are cutting back and forth between the limo where the girl's like, we're so excited to perform tonight. Mm-hmm. And backstage at the Apollo where the comedian is running around and be like, anyone see the Asian invasion? Where are they? You have a clipboard. Do you know where the Asian invasion is? And, like he's just yelling. And then one of the girls is like, oh, they're not going to be coming. <laughs> My plan. I sent them to New Jersey. Yeah. Um, and then the and other here's girl- a moment. It's like, you're taking this too far. I have a clip of this, and I labeled this clip, ooh, call that bitch out. It's looking good, ladies. We're going to take this one tonight. I can feel it. Wait, what about those Korean girls? <laughs> we don't have to worry about them. I've got a little surprise in store for our Asian Spice Girls. Hello, I don't know if you guys forgot, but I'm Filipino. Quit it with the Asian jokes. Can you relax? We're not even talking about you. <laughs> Whatever, Lauren. Keep it real. You're afraid of their talent. Yeah, you know Lauren. what talent or no talent, Monica? They are not getting in our way tonight. I just wrote, yes, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's very rude. Okay, so then then they realize that they're being kidnapped by the limo driver. They're like, we're going yeah, the long because wa- wrong way. Mitchie's like, we're going the wrong way. And he says, hey, stop, stop. And the li- driver won't stop. So he just sticks his head out the window and goes, stop. Help us. We're going the wrong way. And, and there's, there's a tour bus next to them. And he tells the tour bus, like, stop, we're being kidnapped. So the tour bus pulls out in front of the limo to, like, yeah. force a stop, which, again, another reminder of make your move. They pull that move at one point when oh Derek's God. with Boa. They pull the car in front so they have to get out. You're so right. There were, like, they a do. lot of parallels in the only two movies mm-hmm. we watched for this show. Also, do they have Starline tours in New York? I don't. That's, again, why I thought it was shot out here. Okay, because it's one of those, like, open-air vans that they have all over Hollywood. Hollywood, but that doesn't seem like a New York thing. It doesn't thing. seem like a New York thing either, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. Um, and Point is, the bus is full of Korean people. Yeah, the bus is full of tourists who recognize the Wonder Girls, and so they like take a bunch of pictures of them and then give them a ride Also, to I Apollo. wanted to point out, because it's very great, at this moment, all of the Wonder Girls are wearing matching tiny trench, co- matching tiny trench coats. 
so yes. cute. And they look so and little great. And little black T-strap yeah. shoes. And they looked like little cute so spies. So fantastic. Um, so yeah, then all the tourists are taking pictures of them and they're like, we gotta go! So then I guess the tourists gave them a ride. I'm not sure how they get back. It doesn't matter. But they show up. They get there. Um, and um, let's see. Oh, they get there, and the Filipino girl who was just defending them is like, I hope you break a leg. And they're like, what? And they're like, and she that says, means, it means good nice. luck. Yeah. Um, so then here's another moment that I wrote in because I loved it uh, when JYP discovers that they oh, are yeah. gone. Because JYP comes out and, and he, like, sees all these people asleep. Didn't pay you guys to sleep. Oh, please don't tell me. Grabs the camera and he and shakes, just shakes it. it. Where, Where are my Wonder Girls? Wonder Girls. Um. Uh. So then they bring out like the um, the schoolgirls do their song. It's like another song. They're wearing the bad. They're still wearing the same bad outfits, just like in another another color. Like that girl oh, still the has girls. a bad. Yeah, the yeah, schoolgirls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Their performance is lame. Then the Wonder Girls do go out. They look, I wrote that they look amazing. They look really cute, but it is really silly to imply that the outfits they're wearing were once Betty's. Yeah. Because they are A, very modern, and B, very small. So small. Very small. You've been specifically what, she wears the shortest, like really short dresses the whole movie. Yeah, I wonder, she's definitely like the sexy one. I wonder if movie. as the Hyuna replacement, if I don't know much about Wonder Girls, if she like had to wear the smallest outfits. Maybe because because I, she seems like the sexy one. I'm going to bring, that's what I just said. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like the sexy one and I'm going to bring up her outfit in the credit song. Great. Um, but yeah, they have like beehive haircuts and these very cute sparkly 60s these, dresses. Like, little black, no, they're not 60s. They're very modern. <laughs> but they're They're black to be. and they have like lace and polka dots on them. They're cute, but they're not 60s. Um, and I have a clip of their big performance where they sang Be My Baby. And it's so cute. That moment was one of my favorites that yeah. what you just heard because like JYP has a several scenes like he runs up to the ticket booth and he's like ticket give me a ticket and he like throws money at the kid and then he's running down the hallway and he's opening a bunch of doors he comes into the whole theater and he's but he's walking through the aisle and then at that moment is when he realizes that the Wonder Girls are on stage yeah like, like when he first walked into the theater he didn't realize it was them right away yeah it's very weird but yeah, it, yeah like it, it, it took him a while yeah, so he he has a real good reaction shot, and then they cut to every person that we've met so far mm-hmm. in the audience cheering them on, hey. including Betty sitting Skills. behind the DJ. Yeah, <laughs> Betty is conveniently sitting right behind Skills. Um, I will say that they do some weird choreography when they say "Be my baby" because like some of them are just like they're just like shuffling or along, they're, and they're or like they're like carrying a baby, and then Yenny, who's singing that line, rubs her belly like she's. Yeah. And it's fucking weird because that's not the kind of baby that they mean. 
but whatever. Yeah, I noticed that too. It was very strange. Um, okay, so then they get to the end and like the Wonder Girls are about to win. They do mm-hmm. like voting by claps. Yeah, that's so. how the Apollo chooses a winner and that, that is actually true of the theaters. Like it's by audience reaction. So the host just like puts their hand over an audi- over a performer's head and then the audience has to cheer or boo and whoever cheers the loudest wins. So here's the big moment. Mm-hmm. The girls from the Far East the Asian invasion! Wait, wait, wait. Um, I have something to say. Well, say what you got to say. I'm sorry, but we're withdrawing from the competition. Fact is, we were never supposed to be in this competition. We are a very professional group in Korea called the Wonder Girls. We wanted to prove that we could be accepted in America, but it's not right of us to stand in the way of someone else's dreams. And I know you've worked so hard at being a great group, and you should be rewarded for that. Thank you, guys. DJ skills starting the the slow clap. Um, so then they give the big check to the schoolgirls. <clears throat> yeah, which I thought was really sweet. I thought the ending of this movie was really, really sweet. Because then, yeah, they go backstage and JYP does that thing where he's like, you girls have put me through so much. I'm so, I'm proud, so proud of, of you. Of you. And, yeah, it's really, really sweet. Um, the other girl, the schoolgirls come up and they, they're like, oh, we're sorry. Like, y'all are cool. One of the girls is wearing the most insane sunglasses like the whole time. Oops. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. We're wearing the most insane sunglasses the whole time. Um, And then it cuts. And then we're ready to, like, wrap this whole thing up. Yeah. So then they're next to, like, the biggest Warner Girls tour bus ever, which we have not seen yet. Because, again, they've been. And where are they going to? Did they land in New York and not do a show Yes. Did they ever do their show? Are they on their way to their show now? We'll never know. We'll never know. But it's, like, a big pink Warner Girls bus. And everybody. And uh, Yenny is standing outside of it Mm -hmm. with DJ Skills. Uh, Did you want me to play this moment? or Yes. Uh, Well, first, first. Before this happens, um, the schoolgirls come up and they're like, hey, Wonder Girl, we got some unfinished business. And then DJ Skills is like, yo, yo, let's not throw any punches. And then they laugh and they're like, no, just kidding. Like JYP signed the schoolgirls, so they're coming on tour with us. And they like laugh and get on the bus. And then... She's like, well, I got to go. Um, and earlier had taught him how to like, this is how we make a promise in Korea. Is like and they, they do, do the like a pinky, stamp pro- a you- pinky promise and then like touch their thumbs together. And so she's like, yeah, I promise. Like, I'll come back or whatever. Like, we'll be back at the end of our tour. And then he says this. Hmm. Now don't forget about me while you're gone. I won't. I promise. This is how we promise in America. Yenny. You're holding up the show. All right. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, if it wasn't clear by that clip, he kisses her after he says that line. Yeah, I wrote, which, whoa, kissing in very big letters. Do not yes, expect that. I couldn't believe it. I wrote, kiss, let idols bang. 
<laughs> I also liked that JYP only came out and said, excuse me, you're holding up the show. Yeah, because um, that's not true to life because they were still under a dating ban at the time. True, true. <laughs> so very interesting that they chose to include that in the movie. But I just needed, I just fucking hate that line. <laughs> Let's. This is how we make promises. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I don't isn't. like that at all. If someone tells you that they have to, you have to kiss them in order to make a promise, they're <laughs> lying to you. Yeah, that's not an American custom. It's not true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then that's it. And then there's a credit sequence where they do the full DJ is mine, like one mm-hmm. verse for Wonder Girls, one verse for School Girls. And then there's like a good rap breakdown and then they all do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wearing some very interesting, crazy, very interesting costumes. Crazy outfits, but I have to shout out you, Ben it because she's wearing the best costume of the Oh, all. yeah. It's hot. It's so hot. She looks amazing. It's like this cute little red leather, like, tube top matching skirt crop top combo. It's so fucking cute. She looks great. I liked... Um Halim's, I know it wasn't as flattering, but I liked it. It's like a purple, like flying squirrel oh, yeah, dress. Yeah, yeah. It like didn't have sleeves. It was just like a big, yeah, like a poncho bag, kind of dress. poncho dress. It was very crazy. And then yeah, like Yenny's has like circle cutout. They were interesting costumes for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then that that was it. That was the Wonder Girls movie. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. It was fine. Yeah, it was very fine. Um, I just wonder. It just got me wondering, like. What kind of, oh, you I know. I got you wondering. Oh, yeah, because that's their name, the ah, Wonder Girls. Ah, wow, wow, ah, wow. Ah. Um, about, you know, if there was a little kid at home on a Saturday night in 2011 that, like, watched that. Like, do people, did this movie have any impact I, yeah, I on wonder anyone? If, this, if this movie had any had any fans, any, any um, impact. Or if it was the kind of thing that they aired literally once and then no one ever saw it again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how often it played on Teen Nick if it was only the one time um, or or not. Uh, I don't know. I, I wonder if this, this, I bet you that there's at least one person who watched this movie and was like, this is great. Um and like became a, a fan. I just want to. Should we read some of these reviews? Oh yeah. Nobody sent us. No listener sent us reviews. But there's some interest. There's like three reviews on IMDb, and they were like good, medium, and bad. Like mm-hmm. the, all spectrums are covered. Um, so the first one says, "So bad it's good." We all have to agree this is the cheesiest movie ever, but if you watched, you probably love K-pop and the Wonder Girls, so it's nice to see our idols on their own film, even if it's that bad. So this person is like, okay, no new fans are coming to this, but if you liked K-pop already, you might appreciate mm-hmm. this. Yenny is the true star in the film, though the other girls have done a good job. I don't remember if one of them has acted before, so I won't say they're not actresses. The love story is just forgettable. The schoolgirls, well, they're not bad at all. Lim's character is cute and silly. She made me laugh hard. Yenny was the strong girl, and I think that character suited her. Suhi and Sunyi barely spoke. Uh, yeah, and then another person left a 10 out of 10 star review and says, though it's a bit of a cliche, this film deserves a 10 out of 10 if you're a K- Korean music fan. It's a bit cheesy, and the fact that it's a kid's TV movie doesn't really help, but it's worth the love and support, and I'm certain everyone within the cast and crew worked hard for it, and it'll probably pave the road the road of the bridge <laughs> to the more international stardoms from Korea to the U.S. and other world world. In other words, this may allow within the next few years, perhaps groups like Beast or EXO or SNSD to have things in the States and for other places to 
and for uh, and other places for their English speaking international fans to enjoy. I feel as if this movie was mostly a guinea pig to test the waters to see whether or not we are ready for Korean entertainment to walk hand in hand with ours. After all, it's what we've been complaining about wanting for most part, right? So watch it and or buy it. <laughs> uh, and then this last person said, so bad it's bad. Someone wrote this movie was so bad that it was good. No, this movie is really bad. Trite plot, bad dialogue, very cheaply made. It was an insult to the intelligence of the young viewers of Nick, and I think it got totally wretched ratings. And then, oh, and then it says, basically Nick Cannon embarrassed himself by trying to promote this entertainment company through producing such a shoddy movie. One has to wonder what his agenda was in doing so. Going after Nick Cannon. Seriously, so harsh. Because this person then harps on the fact that um, JYP had like a couple of scandals while the Wonder Girls were living in New York. Um, One of which was that he got, he like had building violations for the building that they were using for their offices and their like home base in Manhattan. Um, A few of them were just basic um, codes as far as like he said that the downstairs was going to be for offices and then they used it for a studio and because he had licensed it wrong like technically that's against the law but then there was also an issue where like the apartments above the the studio like didn't have was they weren't supposed to be apartments they They weren't weren't supposed supposed to be apartments so they didn't have like a fire sprinkler system and like they weren't up to code and so like they weren't supposed to be sleeping there and then like the girls didn't have health insurance coverage while they were in the states Um, and so that particular review really harps on the fact that like JYP ill-treated the Wonder Girls and no one should watch this movie. Um, but whatever, I disagree. I liked this movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would fun. I would say that it was probably better than the Boa movie. <laughs> I think so too. Honestly, I would like for its of genre. The, of yeah. the two movies we watched, I would say watch this one because a it's shorter. Uh-huh. And the problem with the Boa movie is that it took itself so seriously, yeah. but it had no stakes. Yeah, but it was yeah, like yeah, insisting yeah. that it was a serious movie. Mm-hmm. This is a kid movie for kids, and it holds up to that standard just fine. Totally, totally. Um, well, with that. We'll be right back with our random game. Okay, we're back. And this time we have a group called Teen Top, which is a currently five-member boy group from Top Media that debuted in 2010. Yes. Um, The group currently, like I said, has five members named C.A.P., Chunji, Neil, Ricky, and Changjo. And originally had a member named Eljo in it as well, who left in February 2017. Yes. Um, I don't know that much about this group. I know one of their songs, which I do really like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I feel like this is a name I've heard a bunch. I Mm -hmm. might have put their most recent album on my um, playlist of the year Mm because I think I've said that before on the show. Like, I have a Spotify playlist that I just add every K-pop album that comes out <laughs> to. And then if I hate a song, I take it off. Mm-hmm. But then I end up with these like very large playlists that is just like, here's the year. And I yeah. just put it on in the background. So I feel like there's a chance that like I've heard some teen top in that context, but Maybe. not enough that I could grab onto it. Yeah. But I feel like I'm having really weird deja vu specifically with the names Eljo and Neil because mm-hmm. they feel familiar to me and I can't place like if we, there's a reason we've talked about them before. Like, 
in contract disputes? So. Did I have something about this Eljo leaving his group? I don't know, but like it feels familiar. But the music video that came up for most recent doesn't look familiar it at all. Look familiar to us at all, and none of this feels familiar to me. Um, my memory is worse than Shannon's, though. So who knows? Anyway. Teen Top, they have uh, been around, like I said, since 2010. They debuted with a song called Clap, um, and they have come out with several albums, like, pretty consistently um, since... Since, Since their then. debut, um, they did try once to perform in uh, in Los Angeles in 2015, um, but the the event had to be canceled because the company couldn't pay for it, oh, um, which is very yeah, which is very sad. But they'd have like they've went to count they went to KCON um, in 2015 um, with Girls Generation, and um, I don't know, they're still around. Yeah, and it, this Wikipedia page shows that they did, like, a lot of touring and concerts, and, like, so, I mean, they Yeah, they have, let's there. see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten! Between 2012 and 2018, ten different uh, concerts or t- tours. Um, they have won at Inkigayo, they've won at the Golden Discs, they've won, let's see, what else? They've never won a Mama. Um, some nominations here, some mm-hmm. honors. Oh, an MTV Music Award. They have 11 total music show wins, two for Show Champion, five for Music Bank, two for Inkigayo, and two for The oh, Show. Oh, it looks like instead of taking them away, the Wikipedia has finally found a way to display these yeah, music show awards. Them. They're reorganized. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this. I can, I'll take yeah. this. Yeah. If you didn't hear, our listeners let us know there's been a kerfuffle in the K-pop Wikipedia world about whether or not music show wins are important important. enough to include. I'd say they are. I think so, too. Um, So anyway, Teen Top, like, yeah, yeah, like we said, they've been consistently putting out music. I wonder how old they are, like, if they're they're militarying or whatever at this point. I don't know. Um, While Shannon is looking up their (laughs) member profiles, I'll just say that um, the member Eljo left in 2017. It was pretty recently. um, And it was kind of controversial. It seems dramatic and bad that he might have. He just, like, suddenly deleted all evidence of being a member of this group from his social media changed his username so that Teen Top wasn't in it and then um, like privately went to the company and asked to terminate his contract because he had said he had wanted to do more solo stuff and had apparently been like turned down or like restricted in his activities so he left um, and to what am I saying? Terminated his contract, um, and the the group simply chose to continue without him. It looks like our ages here are ninety between ninety two and ninety five. Okay, so, um, so twenty seven and twenty four would be the youngest. So I they think. have like a year ish okay. before we yeah. have military so they, times. They could have some time. Um, What's their latest album? Their latest album on let's see. Teen Talk Discography. Um, no single EP. What? What? Okay, let's see. The la- Oh, the last EP okay. came out this month. Dear Nine. Oh, but it says to, oh, to, to, be, to be announced. Does that mean it didn't come out? Interesting. Oh no, this oh. is the that's oh the, the chart. That's the chart. So Charts. we don't know. So yeah, it looks like they just put something out this month. An EP in June. Oh, but I went to number six. Hey, their their albums do pretty well. Look, they're all in the top three. Yeah. Okay, good for you guys. <laughs> 
So yeah, they just released a new album. It's called, um, what was it called? Dear Nine? Dear, or, wait, where'd it go? There it is. Dear no, Nine or None, but it's N number nine N-E. Yeah, Dear period N number nine N-E. Um, so Dear Nine, I'm going to assume. And there was a little EP, and that was their latest thing. Um, and so we're going to watch their most watched music video, which is called Rocking, and it is from 2013. Yeah. So three years into their debut. All right, here it comes. All right, we got two guys looking tough, holding each other's shirts like they're gonna fight. Okay. They're like in a big, like, domey cathedral yeah. thing with. Interesting hair. One of their hair is super crimped. They're wearing a lot of like bedazzled and embellished leather tough guy. Oh, I saw a mesh. Is that mesh. I saw a belly button. Yeah, they're like really quick shots of them looking yeah. cooler in different scenes, but they're not showing them very yeah. well. Yeah. Look at Whoa, all those hats. those pants. Oh, he was like surrounded by hats. Did you not That's... see those crazy pants he was wearing? Look at them. Oh, whoa. They're like silver and furry. They're like a hula skirt, but of like silver tinsel. T like tinsel pants. So much is happening in it's this It's all music flashing video. too fast. I can't get a grasp I on anything. I can't even describe what's happening. So, one of them looks kind of like top though. Maybe it was just a quick flash. Yeah, they're showing the flashes them too are fast. so quick. Basically, they're like going it. There's a couple different sets in it, I guess. Like some of it is them doing very like lackluster choreography. And then there's there this and cool fast, footwork, fast footwork stuff. Oh, cool, almost like breakdancing footwork. And they're like mirroring each other, like they yeah. kick towards each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> now they're doing the running man. Oh and oh, that guy is very too. shirtless and like wearing a lot of chains. Yeah. And then and there's two this of other them are trying they're to like fight. in the LA river, like threatening to so they're on the oh, no, they're in a pier. It looked like they were before it looked like they were in the LA river. Wow, these breakdancing feet are really crazy. And there's so many hats. There's like scenes where they're sitting in thrones and there's like a million hats around. Yeah. This guy, my goodness. I wonder but if then that's they have the him one. in a school guy outfit. I wonder Maybe if that's hot. the one who has a neck tattoo in his member profile picture, because one oh. of them did. Oh. Oh, maybe he has real tattoos. Those look too ugly to be fake. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 those yeah, look yeah. real. He like a big giant angel on one side and something else. Oh, a lady. What is happening in this music video? I don't know. It's all going so fast. Now they have gold flashlights. And they're holding them in a really odd way. Like they're police officers, like, coming like, into... Hey. Oh, oh, he crushed uh, the can because the girl, he's jealous. Angsty. I don't know. Oh my God, this is so funny. 
The one song I have of theirs is so different from everything about this. <laughs> wow. 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 Look at him in his dumb schoolboy Yeah, that outfit. guy has eyebrow, like serious eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoops. Starting it over again, I guess. Wow. Well, that's... I, I'm very confused. I'm confused too. What's the what's the song of theirs that you do like? Ironically, it's called confusing. Um, <laughs> uh, it's really cute. It's called confusing, um, and I have it on my. I I like just stumbled upon it on like one of those like Pandora mixes or whatever. Um, but it's just like a really sweet little song, and um, I. Like, the only thing I knew of them was this performance that they did of this song where they were just, like, sitting and, and singing it. And it's just, like, really cute. Um, and I like it a lot. It, go, it sounds like this. Oh, yeah. So it's like oh, really cute nice. and it's like very nice. Um, and uh, that's the only thing that I know of them. I do recommend that song because I, I listen to it a lot. Um, but I don't know anything else of their discography. And I was surprised to see this like, I don't know, this felt like a weird knockoff Big Bang to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, sound, it sounded very Big Bang. Uh-huh. And sure. like the outfits were kind of like that and them in their like weird thrones um and like that guy with the that guy with the dumb tattoos and his like big chains and being shirtless like he's the one that I thought was like trying to have like a top vibe um he had like sort of bluish hair and intense eyebrows um but I don't know if that's always their aesthetic because this this song confusing is is later than that one it's from 2015 from an album called Natural Born Teen Top um and I never listened to the rest of that album so I don't know if it's any good um <laughs> but if you guys know anything about Teen Top or would like to send us a recommendation go for it yeah i agree with that yeah i'd love to, i like that one song so i'd be willing to hear more yes intrigued mhm uh okay well, do you have another like actual or um, you know regular weekly recommendation that doesn't have to have anything to do with Team Top? I do, I do. I have um, for those of you who maybe are not like necessarily seventeen stands per se. I would just recommend. Um, I mentioned this at the beginning, but if you're if you're not gonna lose it over seventeen, you don't really care. <laughs> then um, watch KBS Music Bank. Uh, their YouTube channel has the entire mid year special. Um, on YouTube. It's about an hour and 40 minutes long. It's called the KBS Music Bank Mid-Year Special. You can just look that up, <laughs> 2019. Um, and it has a whole bunch of different people, like a ton, a ton, a ton of different um, acts. And they did like fun stuff like um, W... Uh, JSN does a cover of Alligator. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, they, like, Itzy comes out and does Dala Dala and, like, another song. I know iZone is there. They do um, Violetta and something else. Like, each group that, like, really did something big so far, like, comes out and does their, like, latest. Um, Chunga is there singing her newest song. Snapping. It's uh, good. Which is excellent. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that that's really fun. It's, it's always fun to watch a music show, too. And if yeah. you've never watched, like, a full 
episode of Music Bank. You've only ever watched clips. Um, this is fun to watch, like, the whole thing. That's great. That's a good one. Um, okay, so my recommendation is bringing it back to Monster X. So earlier I talked about a, re- a release that was slightly older, uh, but this one is extra new. Uh, Minhyuk and Juan have put out, like, a little unit thing. I learned that Mombebe call them Honey Pup when they're together. Oh, my together. God, that's so cute. Um, that's not the official name of the thing, but it's there it and it's now. cute. Um, the song itself is called Ongshimi and it's like spelled out in Hangul. So like just type in Minhyuk and Juhani. Juhani. Yeah. J-O-O-H-O-N-E-Y. That's, that's his what, that's producer name. Credited. Yeah. He's Juhani. Um, but it's a trot song. Yeah. Which I love. Like, I love it. And the music video, like, they very clearly on tour, like, in the middle of the night, put on these weird ass suits. And then just, like, I don't, they got a third person probably. Or maybe they did it themselves. I truly don't know. But they just, like, are in in the hallway of the hotel, out in the street, in a truck. They just sort of made their own music video. And there's, like, silly choreography. And, like, it's really goofy. And it's, like, Minhyuk is wearing this, like, totally crazy like yellow suit with these goofy sunglasses and Chuan is wearing this like very tight bellhop outfit um, and they're just like being super goofy and it's like clearly in the middle of the night there's one point where Minhyuk is dancing like right outside the elevator bank and then the elevator opens and he has to like and stop he, like, bows, and like and he, bows like, moves and let somebody, let somebody out of the elevator it's really cute it's really fun it's so funny and good and it just like really cheered me up this mm-hmm. week so that's my recommendation good choice um, all right, that's that. If you would like to uh, get in contact with us or see what we're up to, we can be found on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at amakpoppod. If you'd like to send us an email, amakpoppod at gmail.com, uh, amakpoppod.tumblr.com. And there is also, ask me about, ask, I can never say this. This one always <laughs> trips me up. Ask Me About K-Pop, the podcast on YouTube. I also learned, guesting on somebody else's podcast recently, that when I try to say my podcast is called Ask Me About, I always say podcast. Like, before I say Ask Me About K-Pop, I say podcast. My podcast is called Ask Me About K-Pop. Yeah, because it like... Ask Me About K-Pop, the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, We'll see you guys then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Chungyeon, your inspiration.